You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop. For more about this show, as well as my other podcast, How to Stand, visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com. There you'll find episode guides, as well as additional reading, more exclusive content, tons of great stuff. And never miss an update, an album review, interview, etc. by subscribing to the free newsletter, howtostand.substack.com. You could also become a paying subscriber on Substack, and that means you're supporting an independent creator and become part of a community, howtostand.substack.com. Enjoy the show! Hi everybody! Welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop, the last of my series of Best of 2022 so far episodes, The Favorite Albums. These are ranked. To qualify, these albums had to have at least three songs on them. Three or more. Otherwise, I just consider them a single. But I ranked them J-pop, J-rock, C-pop, C-rock, Thai music, K-pop, K-rock, English language releases from artists in those spaces. All of it eligible. And for the full ranking and more of my thoughts on these releases, make sure you check out the corresponding write-up when it comes to howtostand.substack.com. And I'll make sure it's for the free email list as well. I'm going to go through the top 50 a little different than the songs and music video countdown episodes. And just cover a couple of notable things about each album. What makes it stand out to me. What a song off of it I recommend is. Sometimes objective, sometimes subjective of what's the best song on there. What song maybe deserves more love. A fun fact about the making of the album. Just something. I'll say my compliments and reasons why the album is worth appreciating. So without further ado, number 50, Misako Uno, All Appreciate. What appeals to me is just not the fun pop songs, but also the fact the best songs got music videos to go with them. Although my personal favorite is Landati, the other standouts got their due attention with cool visuals, like the Smile Piece video and the Candy video, very cute and aesthetically pleasing. Then there's the video for All Appreciate, which is kind of soothing to watch, as she rocks this cute outfit while painting a rainbow. So the visual accompaniments made this album pop more. 49. Victin Chaos I admire the hands-on approach they took. Dohanse worked on all six tracks. Andy Love, friend of the show, worked on Bonnie and Clyde which was also up for title track status, by the way. It was kind of a dead tie for a while. It was going to be that or Stupid O'Clock. And the album overall has quite a nice variety to complement the rap, the singing, the skills of each member in due time. 48. Nissy, Hocus Pocus 3. This is a super fun, fast-paced pop album. The best song is The Ride. That is just so rousing. It's an anthem. But between percussion-heavy, super extravagant theatrical marching band-esque numbers, he does have more lower-tempo, low-key pop bops. So it's a nice, fun variety, but all party-ready, all a blast to listen to. And I really love his very peculiar, one-of-a-kind music video story, and the video for Trippin' that corresponds with this album adds another intriguing chapter to his very one-of-a-kind music video universe. 47. Cherry Bullet, Cherry Wish With both the songs and the title track music video, they kept the sugary sweet, super cute and adorable aesthetics of the Love So Sweet era, the Cherry Rush era, but just did something new. So sticking to a lane I think suits them well, but also keeping things different. 
I would say the most notable song on the album is Hiccups, which is kind of retro, kind of in the vein of Lionheart by Girls' Generation. 46. Jun Sewoon, Where Is My Garden? He made it to be this sonic garden, this magical, comforting recharge station. And it is a quite sweet, feel-good mood boost. It's easy listening, very fun, perfect for summer. It's just very light and fun. And the must-hear track is Pull Me Down, because he actually played his own saxophone for that. And elsewhere, too, but that's the standout. 45. A Pink Horn I appreciate how everyone took part in writing lyrics for this album. I also appreciate the Laboom vibe I get from My Oh My, although I will say the standout song I'll recommend from it is Free in Love. I like the unit songs. They kept things interesting. Just a really classic, solid, well-done release, true to A-Pink. 44. Astro, Drive to the Starry Road. This is a perfect feel-good summer playlist, but it also goes in unexpected sonic directions, mixes things up with the solo tracks, which are each kind of a standout in their own way. From a piano-based love song, to a guitar-backed kind of a pop ballad, to the more mature, alluring vocals that Moonbin delivers, more drama there. The album then taken as a whole, with both the solo and group songs, is a great testament to Astro's versatility. 43. Very Very, Series O, Round 3, Whole. Music video-wise, this comeback came with a cinematic, very-to-be-continued, ambiguous music video for Undercover, and the drama and intrigue and unpredictability continues throughout the songs that range from Latin hip-hop, R&B, some EDM, great variety, paired with a suspenseful visual component. 42. Cypher, The Code this similarly kept the world-building mysterious and interesting, with another to-be-continued installment. They each helped with writing and composing, which is really impressive for a rookie group. And the standout track, probably Fame, The A-Side. It's a future pop song that is one that you have to listen to a couple times to find really catchy, but it really does grow on you. 41. P1 Harmony, Disharmony, Find Out. This album is full of positive life lessons and just a lot of fun. Catchy songs with good messages. Lyrics about not taking life too seriously. About looking out for each other. Trying to live in the moment. About treating your quirks as your superpowers. Confidence boosting stuff. And fun fact, the Do It Like This choreography is brought to you by The Lab, a famous dance crew. 40. Oh My Girl, Real Love. In a classic Oh My Girl fashion, they adorably sing about crushing, falling in love, feelings of romance, and how it makes you feel reborn, reawakened, like life is so much more blissful, colorful, and beautiful now. Really wonderful, cute message delivered in their adorable voices. Yet they also show some more organic maturity on other tracks, like the one that I'll give a shout out, Kiss and Fix. So they've been through some more relationship experience, so now they sound more mature and introspective, but still cute, light, and fun music like always. 39. Moonbin and Sanha, Refuge. 
The two main sources of this album impressing me are how the duo play off of each other, the yin to the yang, and vice versa. Their synergy as a duo is quite interesting and impressive, that they manage to both distinguish themselves while playing off of each other and create a whole separate vibe distinct from the full group Astro. They also show off this juxtaposition with Ghost Town and the other main single, Who, showing both their evil movie villain alter egos of sorts and their in-control assertive demeanor on Who. They draw a very clear line between that persona and how deep in their feels they are in Ghost Town. 38. Eric Nam, There and Back Again The standout track, I Have to Pick Wildfire, a fan favorite for a reason, it was quite experimental for him to try to get into the right falsetto for it, and so I'm just impressed that he challenged himself to do that and that it paid off. This album impresses in its honesty, its dance cry category, and its way of distilling very complex emotions you're wrapped up in into very clear, understandable song lyrics. Sometimes the simplicity in a song's message is actually a reason for its appeal and it's room for admiration. He just made an album that I think a lot of people can relate to, and that feat should not be belittled. To take something dramatic and hard to deal with, like a breakup, and put it to danceable tunes, that's a gift, and he's good at it. Also, my brother now calls it the Eric Nam. When you start dancing like Eric does, all just swaying, arms going everywhere, like no one's watching. We love to see it. 37. Lay Seraphim, Fearless. They cover quite a range thematically, from embracing their flaws, to lighting their inner spark, keeping that passion burning within them, to rejecting an aerial narrative where you just let the prince control what you do. But all in all, encompassed by that word, fearless. So their image is very clear. They clarify very clearly who they are to the audience. It's a great way to debut, just a clear introduction to who they are. Standout track, The Great Mermaid. 36. TVXQ Epitaph As I've said before, the title track is just truly, really, really well done. Really blows me away. It's so operatic, it's so theatrical, next level, so many layers to it, but they're woven together in a way that's artful and anything but messy. The sonnet just swells when it needs to. It leaves an impression, and it's so invigorating. It does what a song about triumph and leaving a legacy should do. It does what it had to do, and then some. And the B-sides come with some interesting visuals, as well as a variety of quirky sound effects and synth-heavy twists. A lot going on sonically. A very busy album, worth taking time to sit with. 35. L-E-I-L-L, Palette. The song most worth recommending, the hip-hop Tadanogyaru. But elsewhere on the album, she sticks to the sound we know and love from her. Lots of retro doo flair mixed with guitar-based pop. 34. Mian Mai Mian has a sweet, very delicate, pleasant voice. And she really gets to show it off on her own, show off her unique solo musical identity apart from G-Idol. And she did a great job distinguishing her sound while showing off her lovely voice. Nothing to dislike. The standout has got to be Teamo because she really proves there that having a high register voice and showing off a very powerful vocal delivery 
not mutually exclusive skills to have. 33. Kumikoda Heart So many influences on this album. Rap and hip-hop, R&B, pop, more bubblegummy stuff, Latin pop, it's all there. It's eccentric, it's dynamic, and it's so much fun. The standouts are definitely Bow Wow, and then the ballad, the pop ballad, Anemone. 32. DeVita, American Gothic I talked about this release quite a bit in my Fade to Blackpink series of episodes, diving into the cinematic sources of inspiration for music videos, and her references to American beauty throughout this comeback bring the story to life, but with her own twist. I've also written about this a lot on my site, but long story short, she does a great job of taking the story, going off of it, using it as a jumping off point, and then doing her own thing. She lets the color red, symbolically, do the talking, and change meanings over time. She plays a role that's very layered, emotional, just going through a range of sides of herself, very three-dimensional. And her voice is just so freaking spellbinding to listen to, especially on the all-too-short song, Eat Your Heart Out, Buddy Kane. 31. Kepler, First Impact People may be a little taken aback by how quickly Kepler skyrocketed in popularity, truly beyond a ton of rookie groups. They really knocked it out of the park right away. But it makes more sense and is less surprising once you listen to the full album, because they really did leave a powerful first impact. With house music, EDM, and more bubblegum stuff, so many danceable pop box, the standout being Mask and VSK because it's just quite unconventional, the tempo and pacing. 30. Hurudai, Hope Slash Wish First of all, great album name. Second of all, this stands out in the first place just because of its track list. It's not your typical album, it's like an old school length of like a crazy amount of songs. But it's worth the long haul. It's nice to just play it for an afternoon as you multitask. It's in the background. And then some songs you kind of zone out during and just find pleasant, but others you really kind of stop to rock out to. So it's not just background music, but it's also not so in your face either. Just a fun, chill afternoon soundtrack. The standout with its quirky electronified vocals is Hero. 29. Han Sun Yoon, Lovender. Rock ballads sit beside the standout Moon Driver, which is a nice synth acoustic blend. Acoustic and rock meet some synths. It's a really well done, compact listen. 28. Kane Daniel, The Story. As I talked about previously on the show and on my site, this album is so much more than the sum of its parts. When you take into account the musical journey, the way this is another chapter, in a continuous story his music has been telling, it symbolizes a new era post-album trilogy, but also just an interesting pivot to an anthology format. It just expands his range of storytelling skills. He said himself, which I thought was a very interesting way to put it, that he basically went from being the main character to the omniscient narrator letting these songs not be him telling his story anymore, but letting others tell their stories. And now he's the listener, not the talker. He just has a really refreshing outlook on the power of music. And that comes through versatile songs. 27. Yoshiki Izaki, I Love Me. This is so fun and fast-paced. Less than half an hour, so just try it. Give it a try. Worst case scenario, you'll feel like you wasted half an hour. 
It just goes off. Every track so high energy. 11 out of 10 energy. Omoe no se is the standout, but they're all so good. 26. Yerin Aria. This is an endearing release with a lot of cute messages about blossoming, poetic lyrics about spreading your wings, stepping into your own, nice lessons described in very artsy ways. Plus that intro, I'm just obsessed with. It's like straight out of a Pixar movie, that piano. It's just, I don't know, something about it really gets to me. 25. N hyphen Dimension Answer. I honestly considered not making this eligible because I did review this album pre-repackage at the end of last year, but I do count it as a solid, commendable early 2022 release for the repackage because it was done in a way that added, truly added something substantive. It wasn't a repackage for the sake of a repackage. The additions to the album are meaningful and impressive and high quality. So I do want to give them, those songs, the credit that the rest of the album did. The new title track, Blessed Cursed, blends 70s rock with hip-hop for a new sonic direction for them, and has some really profound lyrics about questioning if you really have the autonomy you think you do, and kind of calling out a thinly veiled swipe at basically materialism, false treasures, not prioritizing the right things in life. Heavy stuff, but masked by the super fun instrumental. It's like a good kind of subliminal message. The other new additions that are super meaningful are the fan favorite and TikTok sensation, Polaroid Love, and the Jake-narrated outro, Day 2. We might be going back in time now, since the new release is Manifesto Day 1. Something to keep in mind. 24. Nogizaka 46. Actually. Special edition. As I've said previously, it's so impressive that a group with so many members can sound so mellifluous, can sound so wonderful, and not just like a school choir. But their voices work well with the really spaced out, cavernous feel of some of their songs that require a lot of people to make the song feel full, make the space feel full. It's quite a versatile release. The standout is the title track, actually which is suspenseful, but it really takes a twist for the danceable partway through. 23. Little Glee Monster, Journey. Another sweet release with tons of sweet harmonies for this girl group. They really just have beautiful voices and really delightful layered instrumentals. They're just so good at what they do, they know their signature sound, and they rock it every time. My shout-out goes to... I've said your name before, so today I'll say Wonderland, another single. That goes into the more youthful territory, extra cutesy. 22. Solar Face This collection of songs impresses for three main reasons. One, lots of flirty, cute, tongue-in-cheek lyrics. Two, how hands-on Solar was for both the composition and writing process. And three, how she intentionally, seemingly intentionally, expanded what the album could be about. Because while it seems, especially with the tail track video for Honey, that this was about her showing her own beauty, her own strengths, come in different forms. But she expanded that so that this album is not just about her finding infinite ways to see beauty in herself, but she expanded that so the album is about all of us, how every listener has their own unique way about them that makes them beautiful in a different way. The beauty of differences is celebrated in a very fun way. That's the bottom line. 21. Icon Flashback 
The group was hands-on, as usual, crafting this release, and you can tell it has Icon's fingerprints all over it because it is very old meets new Icon sounds. It harkens back to Dumb and Dumber days on songs like Dragon, but on songs like But You, they have that more simplified, just purely synth-pop focus now. So they've showed their maturity and stayed in touch with their inner essence that's always been there. A classic Icon album. And yes, the standout is Dragon. 20. Bowl 4, Soul. She's one of those singers who can make anything sound captivating. Her voice is so irreplaceable. And her songs are quite emotion-packed and story-packed, but also easy listening. Heavy subjects, kind of in that vein of Eric Nam I was talking about earlier. Lots of deep emotions, but packaged in a very accessible, light, fun way. Making it a therapeutic album, and like a diary for her. So we get to know Beaufort in her story more through these beautiful songs. The standout? In the Mirror. 19. Pentagon, Invite You. Your fun fact for this Feeling Like was chosen through a blind test to pick a title track out of over 500 options. Vite means fast, so part of the reason it's Invite You is about the fast pace of the album, I guess, meant to be symbolic. This album has pop and rock directions, very quirky, true to them. The standout that is just so much freaking fun and will be so incredible to hear live, The Game. 18. Girls Squared, We Are Girls Squared Tons of cute, very bouncy, fun pop from them. But the standout I'll say is, I'm very sorry for this, Jin 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 Seisho Kaisong. Particularly, this release, I think, is worth trying if you like, from Miss Nine. 17. Say the name, 17. Woods, Colorful Trauma. Woods is really in his era. It is his time to shine. I think him as a punk pop icon is perfect. He is a rock star. This is his musical and style lane. He's thriving right now, putting out some of the best music of his career, truly. This album has all the angst it needs to just make it an emo classic. My shoutouts go to, well, the title track, I Hate You, but also Hijack and Dirt on My Leather. 16. Max Chainman, Devil. His voice, absolutely mind-blowing, show-stopping, ready for a big live theater, just out-of-this-world talent on display here. Huge theatrical production on Maniac, Devil, Fever, but he fills the stage. He fills the songs. Such a commanding presence, a commanding voice, just so blown away. But he has some lighter songs, too, that are not as dramatic, like Alien, which is just a super cute song. Your fun fact for this release, Devil is actually a remake of a song from a Swedish artist, Alex Runo, of the same title, Devil. 15. Kihyun, Voyager For just three tracks, Kihyun spans an impressive array of stories, metaphors, diary entries basically. Packages up a lot of feeling and story into each. Voyager's about voyaging in a sense of freedom post-breakup. Kama is about hoping this relationship is not a period, not an end, but just a see you later pause. And Rain uses the weather and umbrellas, raining on your parade kind of a thing, to represent this heavy feeling of despair. So poetic use of analogies, and Rain is really just so remarkable. I named it one of the best songs of the year so far, because his voice just really is everything it needed to be and more. It's so perfect for him. You just feel the genuine angst he sings about. Perfect acting. 
14. Red Velvet, The Reve Festival, 2022, Feel My Rhythm. They continue to impress in this really unparalleled lane that blends all these classical music orchestral influences with trap beats and other unexpected pivots. So they have pop music rooted in a very cutesy ballet-ready direction. But then on some tracks like Beg For Me, all of a sudden we have Bad Boy era Red Velvet come back up and we see their duality at like the drop of a hat. So their versatility is really impressive, and they're in a musical lane all their own. And remember, Feel My Rhythm is my pick for second place, best music video of the year so far, for good reason. 13. NCT Dream Beatbox Maybe I should go on another mini soapbox rant here about how, hey, writers don't say one of the best albums of the year is this unrepackaged version when the repackage also came out the same year. What are you doing? Why would you say the pre-repackaged version is better? I'm just saying. Anyway, just a pet peeve of mine. So if people say Glitch Mode is one of the best albums of the year, I'm like, you mean Beatbox. Beatbox added very fitting gems to Glitch Mode, and they continue to impress with their everything but the kitchen sink approach. The new track that deserves a shout out is Beatbox. Very, very fun and Son of the Summer ready. 12. Epic High. Epic High is Here, Part 2. In my episode called Epic High is Still Here, I really dove into this album. So listen to that episode for more. But I'll just say, they continue to have just such a way with words and wordplay, profound ways of describing situations. Musicianship as it should be. 11. Super Dragon, Force to Fourth. The standout is the intro, Welcome to My Hell. It's so not what you're expecting. It really takes so many different twists and turns. Rock, EDM, pop, rap, hip-hop. It takes so many twists and turns, especially the intro. So many moments where you're like, ooh, didn't see that curveball. Really unique. They deserve so much more attention. 10. Monster X, Shape of Love. This album is just so them. You couldn't just give these songs to anyone else. They were meant for Monster X. This album is just perfect for them. They each individually get to show off their trademarks, from Kihyun's high notes to Hyunwan's hush tones, I am in Juhani's back and forth raps that I live for. I love Juhani's subtle shout out to Flow. They just put so many Monster X-isms into this album, and I love it so much. 9. Taeyeon, I Envy You. Excellent production, stellar vocals, sonic range, lyric range that touches on a relationship at so many different phases, from rage to regret to nostalgia. It's like she's unpacking her memories right in front of you, like you are watching her real-time process relationships and her past. So the authenticity of what she's saying really shines through. She conveys with such true meaning these songs. The standout just personally, I think, is cold as hell. I also like that she, indirectly or not, just added to my big SMCU theory about this being a movie within a movie by having a song called Ending Credits. But that's a rant for another day. 8. Millet, Walking in My Lane Lush production, gorgeous vocals. I've gone on about how amazed I am by Millet all the time on my show and in essays on Substack. So here I'll just say, please go revisit My Dreams Are Made of Hell. Perfect. The way she says Christmas is coming, so good, so ominous, so funny. Can't get enough.
and just the way she vocally directs and constantly redirects the instruments. Like they bend to her will, they twist and turn per her orders. Such a commanding presence for really fluid, dynamic songs. 7. Dreamcatcher, Apocalypse, Save Us Love that they finally got a solo track, each of them, which expanded the range so that there's synth pop, there's more classic pop rock from them, ballads, they get to show off unique colors that form the rainbow of Dreamcatcher. And of course, it's just so cinematic sounding as always. Not just the title track, but B-sides too. Really, the perfect soundtrack for their music video universe. Aside from Mason and its incredible music video, which I named one of the best of the year, my shout-out goes to Locked Inside a Door. Very different for them, but really well done, and really good for them. 6. TXT, Minisode 2, Thursday's Child I did two episodes recently talking about both this album and the way it fits into TXT's larger story. So check out Miniso 2 Theories and the episode called TXT Story Recap, plus my essays on Substack, for more on this release. TLDR, masterful way of putting music to their feelings about being pushed to the brink emotionally. They really artfully found so many diverse ways throughout this album to emphasize that mental state they're in, their characters and just their authentic selves and just their generation. Worth revisiting is Lonely Boy and opening sequence. Both are classic examples of songs that seem fine, but over time you realize how well crafted they are and how extra earwormy they are. 5. Suho, Grey Suit Hurdle is it. I'm just jumping to the chase here. Hurdle is the song. But it's all very poetic and pleasant. He has a great voice, and I just love book references. And he said he was inspired by Momo in The Men in Grey in the book Momo, which I went on and on about in a previous episode, and in a whole essay called Suho's Remarkable Comeback on Substack Now. Fantastic job. Love the book tie-in. Love the originality. 4. G. Idol, I Never Die. The standout is already because it really is a great example of a loud impact can be felt with a quieter delivery too. That juxtaposition of it sounds like a gentler song on the album, not as pop rockish, but it's more raw too. They just do a really wonderful job with it. The whole album is great, otherwise very fiery, confident, empowered. In the lyrics, they have some just classic cheeky G idol lines, but also some interesting continuation. They keep referencing movie and book characters like they're involved in this plot and they can rewrite the ending of said plot. A theme I elaborated on in my essay called The Triumph of G Idols I Never Die because it really is a triumphant return way new and improved for them. 3. Stray Kids, Audinary You could check out my whole album review press conference coverage hybrid on my site now. Biggest things to appreciate about Ordinary are, one, its premise, that we all have a little odd inside us, and that's what makes us ordinary. Very cute way to put it. Two is how eclectic it is. So many sound effects, ad-libs, vocables, just jam-packed songs, so packed with personality, so stray kits. Three, the way lyrics nod back to so many previous themes, but address them in new ways. For example, on past releases, they sing about a map, a compass, looking for direction. Now they sing as if they never needed that stuff to find their direction. They were going to find it at their own pace in due time. They trusted in fate. 
This stuff I go on about in the episode called Ordinary and the Evolution of Stray Kids. It adds to the story very organically. 2. Millet Visions The Millet Visions album review on my site now. Again, incredible instrumentals, vocals, and the album ends on such a perfect note. If you listen to the songs in order, you just went on this audiobook journey. Really tells a story like an audiobook. Really, really, really impressive. The standout is Loved by You or Come Here. Number one will shock you. 17. Face the Sun. I might be a tad biased. 17 Karat K-pop might be a tad biased, but the reason why I subjectively love them is also a reason to objectively appreciate them because I know who to stand. I know who's worth standing. I know who is truly just doing high quality work, worth commending, and they knocked it out of the park again. I'm really just impressed, even just from a music critic perspective. Full episodes about that album are called Face the Sun Theories and 17 is Back plus the full album review on my substack. The standout track keeps changing for me, but today I'm going to say Shadow. And also just shout out to Mingyu's vocals throughout this album. One of the standout signs of growth I saw on this. Thanks so much. Bye everybody. Happy listening.